What's up, everybody? Welcome to the Friday Show. Austin, how's it going, man? I'm doing good. How about you? Nice. I I had a cigar with my dad for Father's Day, and then I had another one today. (laughs) I went and bought (laughs) one of those, like, cheap cigar packs, whatever, from the gas station. So I was like, fuck yeah, I'm going to enjoy myself and, of course, have a couple left. Um I want to jump right into it. Let's talk about something that's kind of been in the news and is everywhere. Like actually to the point where it's, uh, you know, being talked about on the school board and in the workplace. Let's talk about critical race theory. Everybody's favorite new topic. Austin, oh, for those. Oh, that's my <laughs> For those that don't know, Austin, buddy, can you explain what the purpose of critical race theory is. Okay, so um, critical race theory is a curriculum and like school thought um, that teaches American history and everyday life through a lens of race. Um, while race is a notion, as a notion is social construct and not rooted in biology, is a quote, it has a real tangible effects on black people and other people of color in terms of economic resources, educational, professional opportunities, and express experiences as a legal citizen. Critical race theory has inspired various subfields such as La Crit, you know, Asian Crit, um, Queer Crit, um, so different um, versions of it. Um, Kimberly Crenshaw um, started this. Um, you also probably know like the 1619 Project by Nicole Hannah Jones. Um, there, it's a thing of like pro affirmative action and believes that no matter if you're a person of color, you're always a subject of white nationalism or white supremacy, and that everything that you do is tampered by um, racism. And, um, and so, um, there's a and it also teaches that race isn't something that's real, it's just something that. You're taught as a child. Uh, so it, it's really just a curriculum to teach kids that, hey, there's racism in America. America's a racist place. And unless you recognize that and we destroy the systems that are racist, then racism is going to always permeate through American society. So essentially they're brainwashing kids and using them as tools for their agenda for their utopia. That's really what it sounds like. And honestly, what it is, is this child abuse. How do you... Well, go ahead, sorry. How do you keep a child from being... Um, how, do you, how do you keep a child from, from being successful? You tell him every day of his life, for his entire childhood, that there's nothing he can do to be successful. No matter what he does, there's a, a dark, shadowy force above him or behind him always pushing him down and making sure that he never takes responsibility for his own decisions. That's how you lead to an entire generation of people who are who blame government for their problems and expect government to fix their problems. And that's exactly what they want. Well, right. And you can't, it's like you said, you're correct. They won't be successful and they won't have anyone to blame but themselves because that's what they're or, you know, they they won't blame themselves, but that's pretty much all they can blame because they're the ones responsible for it. But they're going to blame others. It's a system where you're going to tell these kids, hate that person over there because of the color of their skin. 
that's what it sounds like too. I mean, you can call it what you want. It's it's not really teaching kids about how to be aware. It's teaching them how to hate others. Constantly telling kids they're victims because of white people and because of certain systems seems a little racist to me. And again, it definitely goes back to brainwashing kids. I mean, I'm a big believer, and this may sound hypocritical, but I'm a big believer that if you stop talking about racism, a lot of people kind of magically forget about it. Most people aren't born racist. I think it's just instilled in you, you know, depending on where you come from. But when you raise a kid and you don't talk about racism and they have another kid that comes across his path that doesn't know anything about racism except for, hey, some people hate each other and that's all there is to it, but they get along. It sounds like a better shot, you know, just in the dark of them being friends as opposed to telling them that kid probably hates you because you're white, he's Asian. I mean, let's just not talk about it. It's that simple. Morgan Freeman once said, he's like, stop talking about it. Right, and I'm not. I'm not saying you can't acknowledge the fact that there was, you know, there was slavery and that we did some shitty things in our country. But to place the blame all on us and to constantly say it's not enough to acknowledge it, it's not enough to apologize for it, it's not enough to give us all your money for pretty much repercussions and everything like that. None of that is enough. That's where it gets a little insane. If we just stop talking about it, it will never be enough. No, yeah, no matter what you do. That's why I tell people: do not apologize. Don't sit there and say I'm not a racist because don't say I have black friends and don't don't explain yourself because it's not enough and it just makes it worse. It's like really? a bench bench Piero says, I'm not gonna have that conversation. That's a conversation for morons. Yeah, it'll never be enough. All they want you to do is show your neck so they can stab it. Well, pretty much, and then these are the same people that'll talk about like, you know, you should be lucky that all we want is an apology we could be asking for revenge but that's what it sounds like this is a complete dismantle of a whole race but it's being used you know in reverse they're like oh no it's it's the white man it's his system they want to destroy a whole race and accuse them of being racist and say that there's a system involved where they purposely hate on people and honestly in my opinion just because the most racism I've ever experienced as a minority was from other minorities. But in my opinion, we are not anywhere near as racist as we were back in the day when Martin Luther King Jr. was doing his thing, when we had Jim Crow and all that stuff. We're not as racist as we were then. But you can't say anything because people freak out. There's this idea built in their heads that there's some sort of deep-seated racism within the establishment or whatever it is you want to call it. But, I mean, look at where we came from. If we're so racist, how come they could sit wherever they want on the bus? If we're so racist, how come LeBron James can be a freaking millionaire? If we're so racist, how is how was for eight years the most powerful man on the planet, a black man? Well, not to mention he had the whole world rooting for him. Like, yeah, there were those people that were anti-Obama. I wasn't necessarily one of them. I am now, but I, I fell for it and I drank from the Kool-Aid, so I voted for him fucking twice. Uh, or not twice, once. But, you know, I just, again, if we're that racist, how can we have that? Or if we're so racist, why do we have uh, black people that are basically in power in Hollywood? I mean, look at all these great fucking movies out there. We don't. I'm not talking like Boys in the Hood and all that. Yeah, those are good movies, but we have solid flicks 
with black leads that are like close to winning Oscars. If we're that racist, how did that Moonlight happen? Moonlight won an Oscar last year and it was a completely black cast. Right. Or like, you know, I'll admit it, bad boys, they're not necessarily good movies, but dude, those are money makers. And the main characters are two African American males. Very powerful ones too. Will Smith, you can't go anywhere in this world and cross someone who doesn't know who Will Smith is. Some everyone knows who Will Smith is. Martin Lawrence, same thing. But we're so racist, you know. And this isn't, I, I to, just, say, and this, and this isn't to say that there are <clears throat> racist individuals in America because there is, and it would be ignorant to say otherwise. One hundred. But. To pretend like America's base systems are embedded and imbued with racism is intellectually dishonest and a bunch of garbage to try to blame, to try to make an excuse that you feel like you have the bet, you, know, you are better suited to have the power. Well, not to mention the idea that it's so racist that there's a secret clan out there. That is doing everything in their power to stop every person of color. Like, as if these schools, the media, you know, the system, the idea being that it's all racist, but most of it is ran by fucking racist white liberals to begin with. Or, you know, the the left, they have control of all that shit. So if it's so racist, they're absolutely right. They're the ones that are in control of it. They're the ones pulling all this propaganda out their ass and forcing it down children's throats. But again, yeah, the idea that it's so bad here that there is a man who leads a group out there that wants nothing more than to hold you down because of the color of your skin is absolutely insane. Yes, there are racist people in this world. There's racist organizations in this world. But no, we aren't just naturally racist in America. And it's getting to the point where it's so scary, it uh, kind of crosses paths with thought thought crime, meaning that everyone thinks a racist thought, and that makes them racist. I'm like, well, first off, everyone fucking thinks. That's just how it is. We naturally think. I mean, not everything you think about is a fucking crime, but that's where we're headed to. What is going on in your thoughts is your privacy. That's just all there is to it. But the idea that, oh, because you're sitting there and you're thinking of something such as, maybe I don't want to marry an Asian woman, but I prefer somewhat of my race. Somehow that's supposed to make you racist. Well, again, that's just your fucking thought. That's the brain doing its thing, but that doesn't necessarily make you racist. But that's what they target. That's where we're headed is they're targeting right. your thoughts, your behavior. Like, you've heard of um, those psychological tests they take where, uh, fuck, I forgot what it's called, but it's uh, it's where they try to tell you that you're racist, basically. Like, hey, how would you react towards a black man at a gas station filling up a tank and he's wearing a blue, right. you know, a hoodie? Yeah, and to me, those are race baiting. Those aren't necessarily accurate. Those um, implicit bias tests. Oh, right. I mean, don't get me wrong. I'm going to act that way regardless. I see a white person with a hoodie looking over his shoulders and he starts fucking with a car. I'm going to get a little freaked out. I see a black guy doing it. Same thing. Like, it has nothing to do with the color of the skin and everything to do with or the see individual. see a white guy walk into the car and be like, that tweaker is messing with that car. We're going to see uh, a, a skinny black guy walk up to the car and be like, that tweaker is messing with that car. Well, it's, it's weird to me because, yeah, I was reading up on it and I'm like, damn, they're actually teaching this in schools. Not all of them, but 
right. it's to the point where people are fighting about it. I mean, there's teachers that are fighting back at school board meetings. Like, dude, there's no way we can teach kids this shit. But then we have teachers that are all for it. Like, dude, I went to the school I went to. A lot of my teachers were perpetuating this bullshit. So, of course, I see their Facebook and they're like, oh, yeah, critical race theory. It's about fighting white supremacy. And I'm like, dude, you guys are the reason that so many people turned out fucking stupid. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like these people should not be allowed you to teach. You guys are the problem. Congratulations. Yeah, there's a, there's a big fucking problem. That's it's sad, dude. Because I actually liked a lot of them, but I don't think it's okay to tell people that they're a victim and then tell others that they're racist. Like naturally, that seems a little fucked up. Why aren't we having this conversation it's, in general? It's, it's a whole situation where, honestly, if you if you look really deep at it, you just realize that the most racist people in America are white liberals. And there are the useful idiots who are thinking this is helping and going along with it, and the negative side effects are coming along. And then there are the evil, manipulative racists at the top of the top of this pro on top of these programs who are using these programs to help keep down keep um keep down minority communities it's what they do it's what they've been doing forever they have done it they did it with the welfare program they did the, the destruction of the two um, parent household and now they're just doing it again with another system to destroy the family to keep minorities below whites because they are the nastiest evilest most racist individuals in america <clears throat> And whether it is, A, they are doing it by malice through this, or they're doing it through incompetence, um, it's all horrendous either way. Well, they definitely do it because of power. I mean, I'm assuming they make some killer money off of it. I mean, they take over, they destroy these neighborhoods, they destroy these communities, and then they blame it on the other team. And they, you know, people fall for the shit. They're like, yeah, absolutely. I feel like this side is racist as shit. And not just that, but they're holding everything that could be mine. They're not giving me a fair share. I totally agree with this side that's telling me all that. But that side's the one responsible. That's kind of a smart and genius tactic. Super fucking evil. And it took me a long time to learn that. Like, you know what? Democrats and Republicans have their faults, but one side of the room is extremely evil. At least the people running it, I can almost guarantee you the Democratic Party could change if their fucking morals and values and the people running that shit change too. This is why I'm a big believer in changing up who's in the goddamn house. Not just the president, but we gotta make changes. There's no reason that someone like Nancy Pelosi should fucking be there for how long has she been there? Over like 40 fucking years or something crazy like that? Yeah, something like that. Right, there's no reason someone should be in that type of position for that long. Change it up. Whether it's like 10 years or every five years, we got to make changes. Our president, I want to say we got like maybe two years and then we're going to change there. (laughs) I hope not. Yeah, because what I'm afraid of is uh, if Kamala Harris does take it, she's got a lot of people in her ear. Not just the people telling Joe what to read off the, the flashcards, but they got that squad right there, Ihan Omar and all them fucking feeding a lot of this. 
Yeah, the thing is, I'd rather take the, the I'd rather take the stupid person than the evil person. You know what I mean? No, hundred percent. Like you know what? The good thing about Biden is he has no idea what he's doing. The bad right. thing is, is he could um, he could eventually become useless to the the party, and when they decide to castrate him, we're fucked. I mean, they're they're already running it, but right. think about it. You know, it's just once he's uh, fulfilled his usefulness, uh, he's I done. Think- I think will be he will be in office for his entire first term. The right. Democrats need him too much. Well, yeah, because let's be honest. Even though people support like a uh, AOC and a lot of those crazy people, nobody's actually voting for any of that. You hear a lot about yeah, you hear a lot about people talking about like communism, well, socialism, but it's communism. Nobody's actually voting for that. That's kind of why Bernie Sanders didn't make it that far. Because it's not that a lot of people really wanted it. It just, it was appealing to a younger crowd. And, you know, it goes back to that idea that it's seductive to think of uh, free college, free health care, you know, for equal income. But the idea that it could work is very obvious that it won't. So, I mean, nobody's really voting for this shit. And that's why they need Biden, because he's not once said shit about supporting any of that. He's kind of going off what they want, but they're... They're the ones that come out right and say that, you know, this is a good idea. Socialism could be great for this and that. He's not really doing that, so that's kind of their cover. When he's gone, then they're like, well, shit, what do we do now? Because, you know, they may be open about it, but he's not. And I think a lot of people look at the president before they look at the people surrounding him. Yeah, I um, I think the Democrat Party needs Biden to try to continue – to try to continue the the view of um, moderation um, once he's gone and the literal Joker is the is the original Joker is now in the president of the United States. I think that really gets rid of any opportunity they had of being neutral. Yeah, exactly. I mean, once he's gone, they're kind of exposed. I mean, they they already are. It's you know what I mean. Like they they talk out their ass a lot. The um the squad is very notorious for doing that. They're very anti-Semitic, but somehow, some way, they kind of slip through the cracks. And that's because they don't have any power. People perceive them as whining and crying, but there's no real power there. It's like when Bernie Sanders was running against Hillary Clinton, he was so popular because he didn't have any power. And the second he became the front runner to be president of the Democrat Party, he started to gain that power where people really were turned off because people right. could talk all one about how great socialism is, but the second it means that they're coming for your pocketbooks, watch out, everybody and their mom is against it. Yeah, it's kind of like a uh, like a necessary evil, like a tool they use. Because it is scary once you think about it, like, oh shit, now this can really happen. That's uh, <laughs> That's not good. Back to the fucking board. I never thought he would ever be president, and I'm pretty sure he ain't never going to run again. But, you know, even when I was younger, the idea of free college and all that was appealing. Um, Bernie Sanders was very appealing, and hell, I thought about voting for his ass. But then, you know, I sat down with myself and thought about economics and what it meant for other people. And I was like, well, shit, people like my dad or, you know, my parents in general who work their asses off and already get taxed a shit ton for insurance they're forced to have. You know, it's kind of not fair. What most people don't understand is the rich get taxed more than anybody. 
And so when the idea comes, oh, we can do more taxing, including your wallet, then it becomes a reality and it's scary. And again, it's that, it's that same conversation we've had about socialism and communism. Uh, I'm not flipping burgers. Or I'm not going to be a doctor if a guy can flip burgers and make the same amount of money as me. Right, exactly. I know it's like an overblown conversation, but it's, it's a real conversation that people don't have. A matter of fact, the only people that really push socialism are those that don't have power and then the fucking elites, like Hollywood and all that. You never really hear it from all the serious people. Although, speaking of serious, did you um, did you see that thing where uh, fucking Biden was like, uh, well, he said something about, oh, I say by the next year or so, uh, Kamala will be president or someone. He like fucked up and said something wrong, basically. And they took it as like, wait, hold on. Was he predicting something or is he just being honest about something? He was probably talking out his ass, but he's like, oh, I'll give it like two years. I imagine he was making fun of the thing Emmanuel Macron said. That could be. I mean, let's be honest. He is kind of a smart ass. <laughs> Will you shut up, man? <laughs> <laughs> what, 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 what do you do all day? <laughs> You saw that shit I said to you? He's like, I'm, yeah. I'm That's what he does we, a lot of, dude. We will work to solve enough. This is the pressure. <laughs> Fuck. You know, I've, I've always been curious. Do you think there will ever come a time where we actually fall for socialism? Uh, it will have to happen after the Second Amendment is um revoked, and I don't see that happening for at least a hundred years. Well, right, and to be quite honest with you, the more I think about it, the less scared I get because you got to remember the people that want to take away our voice and our freedom and all that shit and want socialism are the same people that don't own guns. Like, how the fuck are they going to fight? Yeah, there's the military, but. There's a lot of people out there with guns. I mean, if we're looking at a civil war, an all-out fucking nuclear battle, that's probably what's going to happen. But I feel more comfortable with that, too. Like, where I live, dude, it's a lot of gun owners. And I'm like, hell, at least I know if something crazy happens, they'll be like, all right, let's show these protesters what we can do. Yeah, and <laughs> um, the thing is, a majority, a vast majority of the military don't vote. Don't go along with this actual bullcrap. So, right, um, people forget so, that. Yeah, exactly. So, there is a civil war. We have, me, we have the military. We have people who have guns, know how to use them, and know how to use them effectively. And you guys got people who don't know how to what bathroom to use. They and their number one weapon is a purple dildo. Right, Good a luck. fucking bong. <laughs> we're we're gonna. Be, we're gonna be we're gonna be sh- we're gonna be shooting, and all of a sudden you're just gonna get hit. You're like, what the hell is that? And it'll just be stuck to the top of your head. <laughs> no, seriously. Or like, on my head. or like, I know a lot of police officers that are like on edge of fucking what's going on. And they're like, dude, I'm about to just fucking quit one day. Those are probably the same guys that are like, I ain't carrying out these fucking orders. They're gonna take off with their gun and go defend themselves. I think people forget that that we're not just gonna all bow down. And I, I'm not going to lie, dude, I honestly believe this whole 
socialism utopia is eventually going to blow away. I really think this is a phase. I think eventually this shit's going to blow away, and we're going to be back at Republicans being like the new phase, and then back to Democrats again. Because this has been around for a while, but it's really popular right now. I think eventually this is going to go away, especially with like the PC culture. I think eventually that's going to get old too. I mean, the studies are showing that people are rejecting it in terms of media, you know, movies and shit, music. A lot of people are rejecting it. And it shows too because, say, uh, you got like an artist who releases an album, right? And uh, the sales are low. What's the first thing they do? Well, they get with their pals and their you know buddies, and they're like, "This album performed horribly because America is racist." Or uh, Ocean's Eight's a good example. So is Ghostbusters. They're saying that most people that watch films are men. Obviously, that's statistically that's somehow true to them. The other is, well, those men are all sexist. That's a crazy like claim. So people are kind of like, "No, I think you just don't understand that that shit you put out sucked." Do you get what I'm saying? Like, it's just going away. Yeah, they tried to do that with the new Star Wars movies. Star Wars sequels. Like, you just hate Star Wars because you hate women. You don't like Rey because she's a woman. I'm like, no, I don't like Rey because Rey isn't a horrible character. And you guys suck at the character development. I like female Star Wars characters. Ahsoka Tano is awesome. Okay? Right, people see it. Um, you guys just suck at Kathleen Kennedy. You just suck at your job. And it's kind of obvious now because um, Dave Filoni is like, yo, Kathleen Kennedy, back up off of my Star Wars crap. You go deal with stupid media stuff. I'll deal with making Star Wars movies. You suck balls at this. Go sit down. I'm rehiring Gina Carano, by the way, so suck my balls. Pretty much. That's exactly what it is. is even people on the left see it, and they're like, no, I think that's kind of a crazy claim. Like, I've got friends that are Democrat that are like, I don't understand why everybody um, thinks that sci-fi fans are racist. And I'm like, what are you talking about? And they were like, oh, you didn't hear? Terminator Dark Fate, apparently people are bigoted because they didn't like that it was a pretty much a female cast. And I was like, I actually enjoyed the movie. I thought it was great. It wasn't amazing. It wasn't the best I've ever done. I didn't see a problem with it. I can see why people were irritated, though. And then to say that because of box office numbers... Your movie sucked because people are bigoted and sexist. Right. It's kind of retarded. And they saw that, too. They were like, that's not true. And I was like, yeah, 100%. Do you see where the fucking trap and lies? <laughs> so people are rejecting it. It's kind of like Joe Rogan said. They're, you know, they're, they're really rejecting it. And it's everywhere, man. It's not just in media. It's art. I've seen it in art. Uh, sports, same fucking thing. People stopped watching football and a lot of stuff for a while. And then they started coming back because... That's when all the companies realize, well, we're losing fans, we're losing money. So they stop pushing it so much. That's why I think this is a phase. It may be around forever, but I don't think it's going to be nearly as bad as it is now. Like, I, I just don't believe you're going to be turning on the TV and hearing about, oh, we need to start talking about the whole boys will be boys. We got to stop that. Oh, by the way, buy our Dollar Shave Club razor today. Like, I think that's going to end eventually. <laughs> Because that gets old. People just reject it. Right, and I exactly. do it all the time. I, I fucking stopped watching that shit. Like, I stopped watching sports. I pretty much stopped watching Star Wars. But not too I, I watched like, the old ones. I stopped watching Marvel films. And I stopped watching a lot of stuff. But I'm noticing a trend here. Eventually, I get back into it because they stop pushing so much. And so I wonder, like, I, I think they're probably getting the idea that people are getting a little tired of some things. 
And I'm not saying there's anything wrong with having diversity in movies, but when that becomes the only focus and it doesn't work and then you want to blame people, it kind of shows you're being a kind of shows you're being a fucking tool. Yep, exactly. And it shows that you're just you're just trying to avoid as much scrutiny as possible because you don't got the balls to handle it. Well, especially when you are the reason a movie fails. I mean, we're talking investors that drop, like, millions of dollars into something that doesn't work out. And they're like, well, fuck, you guys are responsible. And they're like, no, it wasn't us. It was all the racist men out there. <laughs> like, I'm sorry, but you can't blame a bunch of people for knowing that your movie sucked. Just like that, we are going to fight. <laughs> and, uh, that fucking, uh, I always forget her name, but she was in Ghostbusters. She was the tall, manly-looking black chick. Is it like oh, Leslie, Leslie Jones? Jones. Yeah, yeah Leslie I always Jones. forget. Okay, so her, she's the one that had said men were being uh, sexist and racist, and she was pissed that uh, the director of, damn it, what's his name? He's doing. He did the new Ghostbusters, but he decided with the studio that they were going to do the reboot sequel, and it pissed her off. She was like, that's a slap in the face to women. But everybody was vicious. They were like, no, your movie just sucked ass. It was terrible. It made me want to grab my eyelids and just go like, ah, ah, fuck. <laughs> Owie. Owie. That, movie was, that movie was bad. I don't know if you saw it. And I, we're not really supposed to talk about movies right now, but that was a shit movie. Yeah, that was really bad. Like, like I there's... laughed one time the whole time. It was only because I was like, yeah, that's my mom. It was a sly laugh. You're like, huh. <laughs> it's like, it's like one of those. Okay. All right. <laughs> I've been going all out on um, our uh, fucking page, just posting different memes. Pretty offensive ones, too. But, like, dude, the, the more offensive, the better. Especially political shit. Ban this like, dick, face boy. <laughs> <laughs> My favorite was the one where... Uh, it's the fucking Goofy, or not? Yeah, it's Goofy, and he's like when you, when the whole classroom just got done roasting the white kid, and you see him reaching into his backpack. He's like, oh nah. <laughs> <laughs> um, or there's the Buzz Lightyear one. It's like right when the active shooter's about to kill himself, and <laughs> my Skechers light up. <laughs> and he's all fried. <laughs> oh fuck. No, it's, it's absolutely it's insane at some points because yeah, it's really crazy at some points because you'll be looking and wa- you'll wa- be watching and paying attention and you'll see some of the things that we're posting and not getting in any trouble, but then you remember that for some reason we got banned for posting a damn tranny joke about Demi Lovato. It's crazy. That, that shit was I, It was I, active. I, you know they were looking. <laughs> I was I kept waiting to get banned, get banned, get banned, and nothing happens. I just laugh. Well, at this point, it's like a challenge. I'm just like, okay, let's see how fucking in trouble I can get us. And so I'm like, let's let's keep posting all these tranny jokes. <laughs> like the me, I'm a girl. Doctor, you're a girl. School, you're a girl. Parent, is he though? <laughs> is he though? That's a real is question. He is he though? <laughs> <laughs> is he is he gay? Are triggered. <laughs> are triggered. That's for sure. 
oh, we're, we're going to get in trouble again at some point. And it's all political, too. I really think that they hire people to go. Like, there's a South Park episode about this where they make butters. Uh, PC Principal, he grabs butters and he makes them responsible for going on to Cartman and uh, Lindsay Lohan's fucking Facebook and Twitter and filtering out all the negative comments. <laughs> Pretty sure Demi Lovato was one of them on that episode, too. I may be wrong, but Butters is like all tired, dude. He's sitting there like, I can't sleep. And he's going through and he's filtering all their fucking shit just so they only see the good comments. <laughs> and I think that's what Facebook is doing right now. Trying to just protect the old, their yeah, old pers- girl. Yeah, protect their... Oh, gosh, she looks terrible. Imagine if, like, a bowl of oatmeal had some mixed stubble shavings in it. That's what she looks like. Dude, we have to have a quick discussion, though, about um, one of the posts that you made that made me want to uh, commit genocide. Which one was it? The mixed stubble? What the hell? (laughs) Dude, that's the best one. So, like, I saw it, right, and I was like, mm, a mixed double sounds good. And I read it wrong, but I was looking at it, and I'm like, Whoa, that looks like the back of my head. <laughs> like right now. <laughs> and then I was like, whoa, mixed oh gross. Mixed stuff. <laughs> if you look at it, it kind of looks like two perfectly shaved vagina lips, like overlapping the cheese. <laughs> the mixed stubble. It's so gross, dude. I was like looking at it and I'm like, ugh, I gotta post this. That was like, oh, that's nasty. You know what? Uh, the ones that are starting to drive me nuts, though, because I don't understand. Um, I don't understand the joke. Uh, it's usually Anakin and Padme in the side by side frames, and it's like, for example, oh, you're gonna have a, a webcam. You mean on Facebook, right? And then it's the next panel. He's all right, and she looks at him like dead serious. And I'm like, I don't get this. People are using this a lot. I'm gonna have to send you an example no, of this shit. It's, it, I, I know exactly which one you're talking about. It's- yeah, it's been reversed too. Like she'll say right, and he's just staring at her, like, "Okay, bitch." Yes, it is. It is like so for the webcam. Where it's like you're getting a webcam for Facebook, right? Like, and he looks, and he like looks all panicked. And she goes, she goes, "Wait, wait, wait! You're getting right, right?" Meaning like he's getting the webcam. She's getting the webcam to do OnlyFans. Yeah, right, right, but like. They use that same meme for a bunch of other different things where she says right. And I'm like, I don't get this shit. I, I must be missing out on something. But I see it everywhere and it's getting annoying. That's how it was, though, at first for me with the um, What in Tarnation. Remember those? They always had, like, the cowboy hat and it would say, like, Oh, yeah. Yeah. yeah what in Tarnation? What in Parks and Recreation? And <laughs> there was one of Bill Cosby said, What in Child Molestation? <laughs> Those were funny. One still in the declaration, and it was fucking Nicholas Cage. <laughs> they were dumb though at first. I was like, these are the dumbest things I've seen like all fucking day. Ah, fuck. Political shit though is so fun to post because it's very easy to get like napped. So it doesn't matter what you put. If it has something to do with COVID, you see the banner, which we've talked about before. Well, I put something up the other day when it was like me passing by the underpass and I see the homeless guy vaccinating himself. And he's giving <laughs> him a thumbs up. It got, yeah, it got flagged and it was like, this is information about COVID. Make sure you're not spreading misinformation. And I was like, are you kidding me? Like, thanks for that information, Bob. Well, you know what I do? I'm a smartass. So I take the banner off and look at the picture. I screenshot it again and then post it again without the banner just to see how <laughs> long it'll last. 
It's like a never-ending battle with Facebook, man. They fucking piss me off. I just love it. We live in a time where, you know, like, you can say one thing, but the other side can't. It's kind of like, you know, you can bully a kid into potentially killing themselves, but you can't talk about God in schools. Right. I guess the two really aren't the same. But my point is, why is it that I can't publicly announce I voted Republican, but the other guy can be like, yeah, fuck white people. That's so annoying to me. Bum, bum, bum. And I'm waiting to see how many people get mad at me, especially racist white people. And my baby's in the background crying. You can't, she's you, you can't say you can't say you hate black people. You have to keep that deep inside. <laughs> right. If you keep it deep inside, you're still racist. It don't matter what you do. You can apologize. You can even suck some dude's dick. Still a racist. I just got to ask it. Are you what? fucking wearing Raycon like headphones? Is that what that is? No, no. Like, it's, fuck. Um, did Hunter just throw something at you? He did just throw a, a saw, saw wrapper at me. Hit your fucking face. No, they look like Raycon. I always hear Michael Knowles talking about them. It's it's some company that starts with an R. I don't know what, what they are. Well, see, I thought about getting them specifically because he talks about them. But then I looked it up and I'm like, oh, these are equivalent to fucking Apple headphones. Like AirPods are just a little bit cheaper. So there's, like, no point. I was just like, oh, I thought he said more affordable. He meant, like, ten bucks cheaper than what I have. Yeah, I, I saw those Raycons, like, they're an affordable version of great headphones. I looked it up and said, they're still $180. I'm like, they're oh, still expensive, yeah. Thanks a lot. Like, Beats are a tad bit cheaper, and so are uh, Skull Candy. Skull Candy I loved growing up, man. Fucking used to rock those in school all the time, the cheap little plastic headphones. <laughs> Right, exactly. Um, but, uh, mm, fucking... for China. Let's talk about that before we close this out. China. Why is everybody feeling bad about China right now? Who's feeling bad about the, the mass murderers? You know, it's funny you say that. It's just been all over Twitter. People are arguing right now about how uh, there's a bunch of conspiracy theorists out there who are afraid of another country that shouldn't be. Yeah, I know. That's the same look I had. I was like, are you kidding me? China is dangerous. 100%. I'm more afraid of China than I am Russia. And Russia is pretty fucking scary. But it's because they flip-flop a lot. They just lie a lot. China does it too, but China, like, they're very obvious in a sense. It's almost like they'll lie to you, but then they drop little hints. Like, hey, I wouldn't want something to happen to a bunch of babies tonight, would you? <laughs> you know right. what I'm saying? Like they're very subtle, and it's like, oh fuck. It's a nice Russia will just orphanage. be like, no. <laughs> it's a nice orphanage you have. It would be a shame if it blew up. <laughs> Essentially, yeah. Like, hey, we love Top Gun, but it would be a shame if the second one didn't go to theaters. <laughs> and everyone starts freaking out, like, oh hell no! <laughs> make sure, make sure his jacket has the Chinese flag on it. <laughs> Dude, people are so afraid of China, like. I'm afraid of them because they're very powerful, but I don't like how we cave into them so much. And I've talked about this on the show before. I don't like how people are so scared of them and to lose their money. It's very clearly about money, but then, like, you're kind of selling your soul. You're, like, willingly getting bent over. That's kind of scary. I'm sorry, but no amount of money in the world is worth being told what I can and can't do with my artistic freedom. Right, exactly. 
Hold on one second. I'm fucking with my wire. No, you're good. Um, my little brother and I are looking at old some older cars to start a restoration project together. Dude, hell yeah! What kind of cars are you thinking of? Or what's, what's what cars are looking like the worthy uh, the worthy targets? Um, so right now we're looking at a '84 Ford F-150. We found a '68 Ford Falcon. Um, a 1974 Ford Thunderbird with the big like V front, but a really really cool. Um, we're just looking. So if anybody out there has an old rusty car that even if it doesn't hasn't run in a long time, it's been sitting in your field. Let me know, because we will come and possibly purchase it. Oh, that reminds me. I know we're on the show right now, but I might have to have you look at my car again, as we planned. <laughs> something wrong with it. No, there's. it's the same shit. It's just a little louder, but I was thinking about what you said. We probably should try wrapping it again. Yeah, I'm thinking we take the whole day, we wrap it, then we yeah. go, and then we clamp it and do, like, do it for real this time and see if we oh. can't fix it forever. Right. Oh, and uh, also, um, if Austin is still down, your boys might be going to Waterworld on Saturday oh, we tomorrow. Are, we are going. We are going to Waterworld. Yes. Absolutely. Fuck yeah. Well, I was talking to Shell, and she's like, "Well, what if we can't get a babysitter?" And I was like, "Do you just not want to go? Because I want to go." <laughs> like, <laughs> I haven't been there since I was like thirteen. We're going. <laughs> Dude, it's so fucking fun. I was showing her like how I was showing her like videos on YouTube of like the rides and all that. And I was like, bro, you go like underground and shit. Like you go into like little dinosaur rides and shit. It's pretty fucking sick. It was yeah. much cooler when you were a teenager, but you know. It's going to be gorgeous on Saturday. Gorgeous. Perfect. We should definitely record some of the episode there. I'm just kidding. Four and sunny. That would be a perfect episode. The boys go to Waterworld. <laughs> boys go get wet. The boys Pretty much. do to themselves what they've been doing to your mom for 10 years. Jesus. Get them wet. <laughs> <laughs> Jesus. Wait, oh, awesome, aren't you? <laughs> well, we run into your mom there. Holy shit, we got to pause this episode. <laughs> mom? <laughs> mom? I haven't seen you in like Six months. <laughs> Jesus. Dude, that reminds me. There's this dude that um, goes into the building I'm in, and he, like, was talking about how he's never seen met his dad before. And then I guess, like, he recently ran into him at, like, a gas station. Because he was, like, the guy was, like, wait a minute, is your name so-and-so? And he's, like, yeah. And he's, like, I think you're my son. Oh, in no. a nutshell. Well, in a nutshell, he, like, hung out with him, and they went and proved it. Blood tests and everything. That dude is his fucking dad. And apparently, his dad has been living down the street from him for years. No, <laughs> it's horrible. Right, like, what a shitty story. I was like, wait a minute, why did he never, like, meet up with you? It turns out, he willingly was like, I don't want to be a dad. <laughs> but he kept dropping in on the bag. mom. Yeah, like, he was a piece of shit. And I was kind of like, you know what, I get why this dude would want to, like, get to know his dad. But his dad didn't want to get to know him. Except for he kept asking the mother, how's my son doing? And she's like, you mean the one that you don't even know he's seven yet? <laughs> it's fucked up, but it's God. true. Like, but yeah, you I drop like, off a freaking um, a damn child support check, bro? 
Dude, for real, I thought I'd share that. Oh, did you, uh, before we close this up, did you like that fucking TikTok that I sent you with a chick in the bikini? Oh, yeah, this is my favorite Bible. <laughs> Guys, this is my favorite Bible. <laughs> Dude, that should have been dying. Chanel sent it to me, and I was like, absolutely, this has got to go in the save file. <laughs> well, fuck, I hate to cut it short, but that's pretty much all I brought to the table, and my ass needs to get up early in the morning. And my kids crying like somebody's murdering her. Absolutely. Um, <laughs> we will do it. Holler at y'all again when we go to Waterworld. We will. All of the video will be recorded underwater, and all you hear is. But all the guys were here and talking to you at the very first podcast. Can you imagine, like, hey guys, what's going on? Ah! <laughs> I dropped my phone. I'm looking for it. I told you, Tony, we should have done this in the wave pool. Oh god. Dude, Olivia. that would be kind of cool. Like, I want to take Olivia to that so bad and just not tell her what's going to happen. <laughs> just sit in your floaty, honey. This is just a yeah. nice, calm, oh, relaxing place. No! <laughs> Dude, it's funny. The little because, boy's like, I saw Dora. Well, the funniest thing is people act like they don't know what's going to happen, dude. They'll just be chilling, and all of a sudden it happens, and you just hear, oh, fuck, and everyone starts running all fucking. Like, <laughs> you were there like 10 seconds ago. But, uh, oh, yeah, thanks, guys, for listening. Uh, maybe we could do something with Waterworld. That'd be fucking fun for an episode. Um, check us out at thegreatgrowthpodcast.com. And please, folks, check us out on Facebook. We're really getting that going with some badass, pretty soon-to-be banned memes. Uh, we're also on Twitter. We're working on YouTube. That's kind of a in-progress thing. And if you have a minute, check out some of our other podcasts. Austin's got his thing, The Red Rift. I got Graveshift going on. You can check those out. Uh, Graveshift right now you can only find on Spotify and Apple. I, you can get it on Anchor, too, but I'm a, I'm a Spotify guy, so I'm always throwing out Spotify shit. Um, right. Yeah, Swing Shift is definitely on there, so check that out. <laughs> check out, as Austin calls it, fucking Swing Shift or Night Shift. Oh, yeah. It's, it's a it's a great podcast over there at the Extra Shift. Uh, <laughs> the Extra <laughs> You guys want to hear about what was supposed to be called Scary Time? You should check it out. Our friendship just ended, by the way. Yeah, I can call it scary time. It's over. We're not allowed. To <laughs> I'm not allowed to be friends with anybody whose name is Scary Time. <laughs> but thanks, guys, for listening. Uh, well, that was the Friday show, Austin, buddy. I will see you on the Monday Fun Day show. I will see you then. Adios. <laughs>